Hello there, Metalheads, and welcome to Metal Verbalizer podcast. This time we're going to talk about a Finnish band called Simulacrum. Uh, so yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode, and let's get going. The flame of the band Simulacrum was lit back in 1999 when Christian Chrism Pulkinen uh, started to compose his first awesomeness inspired by bands like Dream Theater and Stradivarius. Uh, those tunes later would appear on the epic debut album uh, with their names Hammerhead and Battle Within. Chrism's real pas- passion for music and piano was first fired up when a friend of his copied a cassette for him loaded with some heaviness like Megadeth, Iron Maiden and Dream Theater and uh, much more. The reason for this was that before uh, this uh, cassette he uh, had only been acquainted with classical music but on this cassette there were were music with piano that was not classical since it was heavy metal and rock. Uh, This really inspired him and motivated him him to play and practice which is awesome because that's what the reason to why we have the awesome band that we actually have today. If I would put my own opinion in this I like my own little ideas like that you know uh, my five favorite piano players that are not classical, possibly classically trained, but it has to be the almighty Freddie Mercury of Queen and the all-powerful Sir Elton John. Uh, well, from Elton John. Uh, and maybe from now on, the Chrism of Simulacrum might be a new favorite piano player. Uh, one thing that is quite impressive is that he did not like uh, do he, like his mates in school uh, because what they did was they started learning songs from the bands that they were liking, like maybe Iron Maid and uh, Dream Theater, what do I know? Uh, but Chrism didn't really want to do that, so he actually started to uh, compose his own stuff already at this point. And the impressive part is that he was only 15 at this point. 15! That's crazy. Uh, and these two tracks are the tracks, the, the two main tracks that he composed at this time. I imagine that he composed a lot more during this time. But two tracks in particular were what's, what were going to be Hammerhead and Battle Within, which I mentioned before. Uh, and those... Those two tracks was actually the starting point uh, for the band, Simulacrum. And uh, in my opinion, it was not a bad start, my friends. It was not a bad start. It was actually amazing. Uh, I really liked those two tracks. Um, It was also during this time that Chrism was joined by his brother on guitar and uh, their bass player, Oli Hakula. And I'm very sorry to the man here. If I'm completely buttering your names, but I'm trying my best with this. Uh, these guys were, but yeah, Chrism, his brother, and Ole Hakala on bass was uh, the founding members on of the band at this point. And uh, then it took a few years, and uh, down the road they were joined by the drummer Mar- Marcus Vallasvara and uh, the singer Niklas Bruman. Uh, this gang of awesomeness later led to the craziness uh, more known as their debut album, The Master and the Simulacrum, which had those two tracks 
Hammerhead and Battle Within that we have talked about. And this was uh, released back in 2012. Uh, it might have taken a long time to finish the album, which it did. It actually, the the some of the recordings they actually did uh, as early as uh, 2007, as far as I know. But yeah, it might have taken uh, quite a long time to uh, finish the album, but and uh, probably a lot of trial and error. Uh, you know how it is. But as far as I know, and uh, as far as I have understood this album, they actually did everything by themselves. Uh, they even took it as far as Chrism, which must have been seriously talented for uh, how young he must have been during this time. Um, he, he actually mixed and mastered the album himself. And... Uh, it's actually really well mixed, in my opinion. I, I really enjoy listening to this uh, album. It's amazing. And uh, the amazingness of this album actually kind of proves in that they printed about 500 copies for this album uh, and in physical CDs. And uh, they actually sold out. They sold out their debut album, which is, which is just... Amazing. That, and that must mean that they have done a seriously good job with the marketing uh, to market the album. And back then, I would imagine social media started. I don't really know how, uh, how much they used uh, social media for marketing. But to market the album when you, you're going to release it, it's just so important. And they must have done an amazing job since they sold out their debut. And yeah, you can actually s still listen to this album, obviously. Now we have social media. So you can actually buy it as a digital copy or you can listen to it on Spotify. To support a band, I suggest to buy the album, obviously. Uh, but yeah, you can also listen to it as on Spotify. So if we... Go along a few years, all the way over to 2015. Their debut was joined in their catalog by an album called Sky Divided. And in their own words, uh, the album was about a classic war, war of the world's type of story uh, of an alien race attacking planet Earth for its resources. Uh, this album uh, is structured so that they really pay homage to the metal giants Apparently of the 70s and the 90s. I wonder why they didn't believe mention the 80s bands. But there might be a good reason for that. Or or uh, uh, they mean more like. They, there has been more like 70s unti up until the 90s. I don't know. Might be. Uh, once again the physical copy actually of this uh, album. Once again, they must have done an amazing job of marketing the album. Uh, and probably they're starting at this point, since they have sold out albums before. Uh, they started to get some listeners and all that kind of stuff. And 2015, now we have iTunes and Spotify and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, they actually, the physical, this is the important part. In 2015, here, we actually Actually, iTunes and all of that starts to come up, and Spotify starts to come up. I don't know the exact years that these come up, but we actually had that 
back in 2015. So actually to have a physical copy once again sell out must be a must have been a serious like motivation for the band to continue and make amazing music as they do. Uh, and one of my favorite tracks from uh, Sky Divided is the track Broken. I really suggest listening to this because in this track they think a little bit outside of the box and uh, they have implemented a saxophone together with the heaviness of the rest of the band with the guitars and all of that jazz. Uh, you might think that it doesn't really work with a saxophone in metal. That sounds pretty foreign, but it actually really works. It really works. Uh, so I suggest you really listening to this track. Uh, even though it's a little bit outside of metal with the a uh, saxophone. I love that to that a band enjoys and trying to think a little bit out of the box and try some different stuff rather than uh, guitar, bass and drums and vocals as the like traditional style. Uh so yeah. Now we're closing in on the production of their latest masterpiece Genesis. We're almost there, but a few bumps in the road on the way there, obviously, as it usually is with bands. And uh, they had, for example, they had a change of a drummer. But once again, once again, the amazingness of this band. They are starting to think a little bit out of the box with this band. And they decide to bring in a second frontman, which was decided after a lot of auditions and that kind of stuff to become the singer Eric Kramer. Uh, I hope I pronounce it correctly, uh, which complements Nicholas' vocals well and uh, gives them the opportunity to have two different types of voices on different parts of the song. And also, both on the record and live, they can harmonize together, which means that they don't really need to use vocal backing tracks and that makes uh, playing live shows a lot easier uh, because then you don't need to play to a click track necessarily, which is something that they use to timeline the uh, backing tracks correctly and that kind of stuff. Uh, so in what way better can you celebrate your birthday uh, rather than releasing a new album with your band? Because that, that is exactly what Chrism did. Because uh, 12th of February 2021, on Prism's uh, 37th first birthday, their latest ab album, Genesis, saw the light of day. And uh, this album is also fantastic. Such quality in the music that these guys release. Uh, and uh, when it comes to... You usually have a title track in an album with the same name as the album. These guys doesn't haven't decided on one uh, title track. The, uh, that tri title track has four different parts. And that's really interesting because then they have implemented some, some of these are instrumental and some of them have vocals on it. And it can actually be pretty hard sometimes to create an interesting, tr like purely instrumental track uh, and keep the interest of the listener. These guys are talented. They nailed it with uh, these tracks. And uh, have done such a good job to keep an interesting and done a track that 
follows his story and all of that kind of stuff. It's amazing. Uh, th then you have a, tr a track called Like You Like Me, also an amazing track, which have acoustic intro and some parts in the middle of the song, also acoustic, which once again creates a fantastic dynamic dynamic in the song, which is really important actually. You can't, you can't always be like full on metal and oh, vocals and all, all like blast beat and all of that kind of stuff and the guitars going thousand notes an hour. Uh, so it's actually fantastic that, that that acoustic guitar together with everything of the else, uh, the rest of the song is fantastic and it creates a dynamic which I really like uh, be because that that's gonna give those slow acoustic parts are gonna get the heavy parts a little bit more of an oomph rather than it would have had with just electric and metal straight through. So amazing job on that one as well. Uh, and all in all, I just gotta say, this band is fantastic, such talented guys. And uh, I, I have put a few other songs in my playlists and I've listened to their discography. I really suggest that you should do it as well. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much the story of this band for now. And we're going to have to stay posted on what they're going to do in the future. So if you enjoy what we're we're doing uh, here on our podcast, uh, please follow our socials. And obviously, guys, I almost forgot. You have to follow the band's socials as well. They, they are on Instagram and all of that kind of stuff. Save their playlists on Spotify and all of that kind of stuff. Or even better, buy their records. And these guys have not paid uh, me to say that. I love their music, and you might too. So yeah, follow our socials as well. And the best part with that is that you can be the one that suggests our the next band that we are going to talk about. Because we're always uh, searching for new bands to talk about. And uh, we love to talk about these smaller bands and new bands. That's kind of the, the idea with this podcast. And we want to give them a, a place to, where they can be heard. So yeah, I hope I hear hear from you on in our socials, and I hope that we see you guys, at, that you want to listen to our future episodes as well. So, Eric's out. Bye for now.